There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. It's bursting with fruit flavor, no added sugar, and all smiles. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible. And with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on my favorite shows with. Yes, Lil Bowen. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, keeping me feeling great all day long. You deserve that. Try new bubbly bursts. You know that I feel like it's really important to express yourself. I know that about you. You got to put your true self out there, okay? And those classic Crocs, clogs, and sandals let you do just that. Between the rainbow of colors and the gibbets charms, you can create a unique look. And I mean, literally, no one else will have shoes exactly like yours. Hey, you know, it doesn't get more comfortable than Crocs, clogs, and sandals. They're just the perfect blend of comfort and creativity. Visit crocs.com to explore the latest styles and gibbets charms. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Matt. And I'm Bowen. And we want to introduce you to the new cantina menu at Taco Bell. Ooh! It's an all-new chicken menu with fresh new ingredients. Great as a lunchtime option. Taste for yourself. The slow-roasted chicken, Mm. pico de gallo, purple cabbage, and new avocado verde salsa sauce. Okay! With new menu options like cantina chicken tacos, burrito, and quesadilla, there's something for everyone. With this new cantina chicken menu, the possibilities are endless. Try the new cantina Tina chicken menu at Taco Bell. My grandma and your grandma were sitting by the fire. My grandma told your grandma, I'm gonna set your flag on fire. You're talking about henna, henna, henna. Ico, Ico, Ande. Jagamo, Fino, Anane. Jagamo, Fino, Anane. Ding dong! <laughs> Hello, everybody. This is the Las Culturistas podcast. I'm Matt Rogers. I'm Bowen Yang. And yes, we are Las Culturistas. What that means is we are your culture consultants. Mm -hmm. We are out here to improve culture. We're here to heighten culture. We're here to talk about the big cultural events that you see happening on your television screens, on your laptops, on your mobile phones. On so many. We're in a three screen world. Yeah, let me tell you. Let me tell you. And look, um, Matt put this very eloquently uh, uh, a few moments ago but off the off the record he said we're gonna attack culture yeah we're gonna improve culture yeah and we're gonna irrigate what culture. we're saying this attack on your senses right now what this is is matt and bowen's lost culture Resources podcast what we're doing is we're talking about big things that you've seen like the grammys yes. the oscars the super bowl the super bowl maybe some debates happening election season we're talking about big 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 ass events that yes. you're all talking about we're talking about them too and let me tell you we've got notes we've got notes honey we've got some feedback that is constructive and sometimes destructive oh absolutely honey we are not limiting this to events either we I are don't think gonna, so honey we are going after some cultural institutions yeah like some... today we're really coming for the music industry honey the music industry is a monolith <laughs> and we're not afraid 
I'm not afraid. To speak truth to power. I'm going to speak truth to power. And in this case, I guess the power is every performer mm-hmm. that's, that dared step on that stage. At Where was the Grammys? Where the was Staples it Center. The Staples Center. Okay. That's, you know, that's capitalism right there. Capitalist. You know what? I think it's getting a little confused. I think big, I think big music is in the hand, is in the pocket of big staples. Absolutely. A big office <laughs> Big <supply>. staples <laughs> is really what needs to come crashing down. Honey, you're talking about a revolution. Yeah, this, this is a revolution. I'm go, talking actually. about a stapleless America. Absolutely. I'm Who talking. We go totally paperless. I'm talking about that was easy. Not even being a, a sentence that's acceptable in our in our society in our culture. Oh dare yeah. Dare I say? I think that what we're trying to do here with this really movement, mm-hmm. with that is Los Culturistas, is we're just trying to bring our expertise because yes. we are cultural experts. We are experts. How, could we back that up? Not now. Not now. You know what? This isn't the time for credentials. No. This is the time for um, Real talk. actionable talk. Yes. And look, you know, we're going to apply our very own signature um, <clears throat> signature uh, uh, spin on new criticism, new critique. New crit. New crit onto cultural relics. We did start comment culture. Comment culture. A lot of people think that American Idol started comment culture. Listen, for those of you who don't know what that combination of words is, comment culture is, we're steeped in it today, Mm -hmm. but this is just a label for it that is very apt because everyone thinks they have something to say. Yeah. Everyone thinks they have something to say, and you know what? They don't. They don't, but we do. We do. What qualifies us to have something to say and be heard? Later. 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 But first, let me tell you something. Okay. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something, honey, about what we're dressed like right now. Honey. We are rocking... Some hats. Some brim hats. Some brim hats. Okay. For your in the studio. For your nerves. And that's how you create culture. Okay. You make you take a big choice. Yes. And then you make it work. No one else makes these hats work. Lesson But col- again. Lesson two hundred fifty seven of Las Culturistas. You make a big choice. You make a big choice. You make it work. You make it work. Costume is culture. Costume is culture. Absolutely. Guys, I also want to point out that a big part of Las Culturistas and a big part of, you know, these cultural events we're going to be talking about, merch. Merch. All right. By the end of every episode of Las Culturistas, we are going to have an exclusive merchandise item. Item. That you can purchase. Okay, Off that's of, that's how you become a part of culture is 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 commerce, commerce, e-commerce. Yes. And listen, we talked about staples earlier being, you know, this fount of capitalism. We are doing this on a small business grassroots scale. Absolutely. These items are only going to be um, they're only going to be five. Yeah. Or less or less depending no. on the item thinking. Yeah, because sometimes we let's just say sometimes we don't even know what the item is. Exactly. Right. Honest to God. We don't know what this first piece of merch is. Gonna but that's be. part of creating culture is part of creating merch. Absolutely. And by the end of this podcast episode today. Yes. You will have a Grammy related piece of merch that you you the last culture says listener can buy. Yes. And, and you can wear it. You could maybe listen to it. Who knows? We don't know. You can hold your beer in it if it's a koozie. Uh, if you know what, if it's a koozie, you could hold your beer in it. And guess what? It would keep your beer a little bit colder than it would have been. Exactly. It would. It would insulate. Because that. that's what a koozie does. That's what a koozie does. That's what culture does for you. Mm-hmm. Is it's it's keeps it cold. Pragmatic. Keeps yeah. it cold, honey. Lesson two hundred fifty-seven. Keeps it cold. Keeps it cold. And look, culture are, koozie. We have to emphasize. The limited inventory, the limited stock. These are collectible items. Mm-hmm. Just like any piece of culture, it is rare, honey. Yeah. 
culture is rare and, and it's hard to come by i just want to say i just want to say you know i think a lot of people are going to be listening to this and saying is this negative no honey no no because we've earned our spot yeah how do we earn it later later but we are speaking with authority here absolutely and i want to say again today's episode we're coming for the music industry because we saw it in full display with the Grammy Awards. We've now had a few weeks to digest these Grammys. To let it simmer. Honey, let's get into it. Let's get into it right now. So the main event, and every episode we're going to be tackling a main event. Yes. Our main event, the 58th annual Grammy, Grammy Awards. Awards. Now, Bowen, will you tell us a little bit about what the Grammy Awards say they want to do? What let's, is it all about? Let's let's look up the Grammy Awards, honey. Let's, you're gonna look it up. I'm gonna look it up. I'm gonna pull up the the you know the pull mission up, statement. Yeah, pull up the mission statement of the Grammy Awards because I want to know: is it to honor excellence in music? Because we could debate that. Well, get this, Matt. Okay, tell I'm, me. This is this is. I'm reading off of this Wikipedia article. Thank you. A Grammy Award, originally called a Gramophone Award. Mm-mm. All right. Well, we're already. That's huge. That's you huge. have to think of a good name for what you're what what you're giving out. America is not going to be able to say the word gramophone. No, not in middle America. They can't say gramophone. I don't know. We're already bastardizing art for the sake of what? Accessibility? So you would say that you would prefer them to be called the gramophones. I would love to have some authenticity to this. I think Hmm. we've lost that over the years. Okay, I guess I have a counterpoint here. Please. I think Grammy... I think A, it's easier to say, and I do want everyone to be included in culture. And I think B, it reminds me of my grandmother. Culture? Oh, well, that's very sweet. Gives me warm thoughts. Did your grandmother like music? She likes music. She's with us still. Oh, I'm so sorry. Both of them are. I don't know what she likes. Actually, I've never, I never, I I don't know what her type of music that she likes is, but I'm sure she enjoys it. I think your grandmother is a cipher. She's a zero. I would say she doesn't like hip hop. Okay. Well, she should open her mind because we're going to get to this later, but there were some seminal hip-hop performances at the Grammys. Oh, yes. I mean, I'd say those were the highlights. Back-to-back hip-hop performances that I think were just... uh, Really incredible. Astounding. So, you know, we got the Grammys, okay, a.k.a. the old term, the gramophones. Yes, shall I keep read on? Please. Okay. I want to know about what what they're striving to do. Right. A a Grammy is an accolade by the National Academy of Recording Arts and Sciences, Mm -hmm. N-A-R-A-S, of the United States. So this is kind of localized to America, although there are many international artists right. that, are, that are honored. Many international categories. Absolutely. To recognize outstanding achievement in the mainly English language music industry. Okay. Okay. Wow. The annual presentation ceremony features performances by prominent artists and the presentation of those awards that have a more popular interest. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it's, you know... So we are admitting here that it's a populist moment. That it's a populist uh, contest. And I think that really reads. I think so. I mean, people get up in arms about, well, you know what? Sometimes sometimes the awards just are all over the place. Last year, you honored Beck over Beyonce. And who... What do we think about that? About Beck? He's a Scientologist. I can't get behind him. Yeah, you know what? He is. That is true. And I cannot get behind that. I'm sorry. Well, I can't get behind that Beyonce didn't win Best Album. That album. Look at my king all dressed in red. I go, I go one day. Beyonce did give out Record of the yes. Year to Bruno Mars Uptown Funk, which, you know what? Sure, I'll give it that it was the Record of the Year. Yes. But what But what was your Record of the Year? What was your favorite song of 2015? Oh, my God. This is going to be... Mind you, 
the rules for the Grammys, which are so everything. This is the ed- eligibility period. Right, right, right. September thirtieth, two thousand fourteen, to September 29th, two thousand fifteen, two thousand fifteen, or something like that. Yeah, yeah, the yeah, calendar yeah. year that ends on September thirtieth. Yes, yes, yes. So that's why it gets a little weird. Like uh-huh. "Hello" by Adele, despite you know being pretty much the song of two thousand fifteen. Did not make gonna, the window. Yeah, so it'll be eligible next year. Are you asking me what uh, if in two thousand fifteen? That later part of 2014 to 2015, what's the song? What's the record of the year? Not of the nominees, just of any song. What was your favorite okay, song? Of I'll, last do, year? I'll do both. Um, I'll do both. So, so talk about the nominees. Give the list of the nominees. Here are the nominees. <laughs> I'm presenting. Um, yeah, you're Beyonce right now. All right, honey. Record of the year. We have Uptown Funk, mm-hmm. Really Love by D'Angelo and the Vanguard. Um, oh, love that D- D'Angelo album. I don't know that song. Oh, well, it's really, really good. Um, Thinking Out Loud. Ed Sheeran, Blank Space, Can't Feel My Face. Yeah, I mean, for me, it's Blank Space. For me, it's Blank Space. What a great, what a perfect pop song. Isn't that, doesn't that suck, though? That she, and it, like, of course we're going to say it's Blank Space. It was everywhere. It was everywhere, and honestly, but like. I do love it. It's, whatever you think about Taylor, like, I'm so hot, and I'm so back and forth on Taylor. Same. But that song is. It's amazing. Fire. My boyfriend doesn't like it. He thinks it's basic. I'm like, That's... how could you think this is basic on any level? And he's a musician. Oof. So it's like, I don't think compositionally it's that basic. I think content-wise in terms of the lyrics, I think it's pretty clever. It's very clever. She's got, she's not even, she's like, she's always been a pretty decent lyricist. But like, this is something that she felt like she had to address. Like all these, this persona that's been crafted around her. What and I think I she like, succeeded in like taking the conversation back. Oh my god, she's what I like genius. about it is it's a character-based sketch. A sketch. It's a song. sketch. You know what I mean? It feels it's like a, a character sketch. And actually, Bowen and I um, uh, both write and perform sketch comedy here in New York. For those of us who don't know, we, who we are, are artists. Um, we but, create culture. But I sometimes will teach um, workshops on you know sketch comedy and also sketch comedy music because Bowen and I are part of a musical sketch group called Pop Roulette. We kind of fuse pop music, songwriting, and sketch comedy. We fuse culture. We fuse culture in that way. Yes. Um, This is like, so basically what I'm saying is sometimes I want to show that song because Mm -hmm. it almost is like a comedy song because it, do you know it get has what I'm po- saying? It has a point of view. Yeah. And it's humorous. Like there, And there's it, an unusual thing. There's an unusual thing. And there's like, reversals and everything. Reversals. There's yeah. a game. There's a game. There's a, there's, a, there's a reversal. There's a point of view. It's all there. What we're saying is like, you know, game and comedy is there's an un- unusual situation and it gets played and it gets heightened. And in that song, she plays it's she here I am. Like you can see me in my bathtub and my diamonds. I'm beautiful, but and I'm there's fucking a turn. crazy. Yeah. And you still want to come back and, and get more of this. And there was an interview that she did where she said it was just so far from herself that she wanted to write a song based on that character, yes. which I think she very successfully did. And that song was everywhere. Song was and everywhere. when that album came out, everyone was talking about that song. It's a great song. That you weren't talking about any other song. It's such a good song. I listened to it, honestly, and this is no joke, a lot, twice a day. Yeah. Bowen and I, well, I, can I tell you, um, I've always been all about Wildest Dreams. Wildest Dreams? I, I, it's on my lullaby playlist when Is I go it? to sleep. Yeah. I fantasize. 
I did want to. So, you know what? This is actually is pretty good because uh-huh. al- album of the year did go to Taylor Swift. Yes. So that album is chock full. That album is chock full. People, people getting all up in arms about uh, to, pimp, to pimp a butterfly losing. Um, yeah. And I, you, uh, go, yeah, you. We go. talked about how it's populist. You know it's what I mean? Like, conflict. what do you expect? I know you my gotta God. play the game a little bit. Like, I feel like you you can't expect too much from this shit. Sure. And we'll talk about Kendrick later because he performed and it was unbelievable. Unbelievable. But that album is, and, and I and I said this to you earlier today. Mm-hmm. Good Kid, Mad City, like already like, it, like on its own a masterpiece. Yeah. And it came out so early, like in his career, and then like following that up with something that he, he could either he he could have gone one or two ways. He could have followed it up with something that was like a little more innocuous or like make a huge statement. And that's what he did. And I love that album too. I Lateral love- move of quality. I'd say same. Yeah. Same quality wise. Good is, kid. Uh, Mad city. Unbelievable. To pepper butterfly. Just as unbelievable. Just as unbelievable. Um, but yeah, uh, 1989, 1989. And you know what? Also like last year we talked about how Beyonce lost to Beck. Like maybe last year they went with the artistic choice and everyone was like, fuck. Ugh. So now this year they were like, they went the commercial route. Also, it just seems like sometimes you can't fucking beat her. You know what you I mean? Like Taylor. she's everywhere. Like she's got the whole music industry machine behind her. Ugh. Like she, I think she, she must make the most money for the industry. I think you so. You know what I mean? So I feel like there is that thing of like, it's why you nominate James Cameron at the Oscars. You know what I mean? <laughs> Taylor Swift is the James Cameron of the it music industry. It feels that way. Absolutely. It feels that way. Absolutely. So we got 1989 winning album of the year, and she opened up the show. She sang Out of the Woods. And she, the girl does not know how to move. No. She, her limbs are all over the place. Heavy, heavy feet. Heavy feet. That girl probably drives quick. That Anna Winter bob not is working not working for her. She's, 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 too, she's too big on those glittery cat suits. I'm missing the hair that she had on the red album. Straight, that straight straw hair with colored the bangs. hair. Yeah, and when she, like I liked the way she did her hair in the "We Are Never Getting Back Together" video, where she was like, "I'm a fucking cute girl, me, 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 me." And like, I just thought, like, I want more of that. Sure, more fun, more fun. Listen, you know what? She very, she really is nailing this 1989 thing. We're, you know what? We're not going to talk about any male artists here because you know they're they've they've earned the respect to not no. To, to not have we only criticize <laughs> women women no. um we worship we worship really Absolutely. that's what this is because bowen and i at the end of the day are going to shell out almost 300 dollars to go see taylor swift taylor swift concert. we made a split decision this impulse buy but i don't split regret it decision well you were so but we basically we we say the night before you know there is the taylor swift concert tomorrow we could go are we gonna go we went to bed saying let's sleep on it we wake up in the morning. I think we both rolled over to our phone. We were like, we're going to go. We're going to go. And listen, well, the, the thing that happened the night prior was I was pulling up all these Instagram videos of people who were at the concert. And I was like, this looks really, fun. really fun. And so then, you know, we just we slept on it. And then thank God we slept. And I was like, we're going to do it. And then this is oh, this is a fun story. And then we take an Uber from Matt's apartment. Well, we have South. the best day before that too. We're fucking drinking at like the place where I work, Brooklyn. Crowd. Oh, that was so cocktails, fun. Cocktails, cocktails. Like, taking Instagram, singing along to the music, getting into it. Yes, like honey. then we decide we're gonna call an Uber, which we think will be forty bucks. We think it'll be forty bucks. We're like, you know what? It's it's Jersey. It's not too far. City Field. No, not City Field. Uh, MetLife. MetLife. Yeah. 
our driver picks us up. He decides to drive, and maybe this is what the apps told him. He decides to drive through the Verrazano Bridge into Staten Island. We drive through the beautiful suburbs of Staten Island. See it all. See it all for about a full hour, and then we get we get into Jersey, and we get stuck in traffic leading up to MetLife because, of course, everyone's mm-hmm. going in the tri-state area. And then um, I'm girding my loins for what the... <laughs> the, res- the what the what the fare is going to be i don't get a receipt email until the day after because <laughs> it honestly had a compute probably it, it was a- like well this is long mm-hmm. as fuck yep and so then um guys uh <laughs> well for, this, for the sake of transparency um it was 180 dollars <laughs> it was insane <laughs> It was insane. We, I mean, if you, okay, so the tickets were what, two Joe, our engineer Joe's laughing. Our producer yeah. engineer Joe's laughing. It's crazy. <laughs> it's insane. It's stupid. So stupid. So I kept saying to Bo, I'm like, do you regret it yet? Do you regret it yet? He's like, no. And then like, post the concert, you were regretting I was it. regretting. I think now looking back, I don't regret it. Do you? I mean, I think it's, it's done a number on my credit card debt. Oh okay. So there you go. This is this is culture is candid. Candid culture. Lesson lesson five sixty seven. Culture is C- candid. Culture is candid. Culture doesn't hide. I'm not gonna hide. No. So Will you hide? What we're, no, I'm not gonna hide. Good. Okay. I'll, I'll reveal some truths on here. Please. We have to get there. Though. We'll get there. Okay. And then and then real quickly. So what I thought what my favorite record of the year was that was not nominated oh, yeah, was please. "Run Away with Me." Carly Rae uh, Yeah, probably. Probably. If I'm oh man, now I, I maybe. I, that might be mine too. Mm-hmm. Wildest Dreams is pretty up there for me. I think Blank Space deserved to take home that award. But then again, it's like you're going to give her everything. No. Carly um, Rae was snubbed. If we're going to talk about snubs, we don't really have... We didn't We didn't build in a, a moment to talk about snubs today, but look. I mean, we can talk about the one big snub, which is Carly, Carly Rae Jepsen. Carly Rae Jepsen, Emotion. That's an amazing pop album. It just is. You know what she did? She took a very writerly approach to this and just like purged out 200 songs yeah nailed it and then was like you know what i'm gonna cherry pick i'm gonna pick the best ones and that's how you edit that's how you write yeah i have a good one actually from what might be my favorite song of the year go i was always happy when this came on love me like you do okay i really like that song sure like i just pictured myself like spinning around like you know that faith hill song breathe i can hear you breathe the music video yeah which was her like on that like desert Love. What was that that she was on? I would love to read that treatment. I picture myself spinning around on that in, in that dress singing that oh song. Oh my God. What a great song. Love me like you do. La, la, la. I love that. It's a good song. And it was in Fifty Shades of Grey, which made that movie sort of tolerable in that insane plane moment. moment. The, the helicopter moment. You and I saw that together. In a was pa- that the helicopter moment yes. where they played that song? Yes. Okay. There's, they're, they're in flight in two parts of that movie. <gasps> yes. There's the helicopter part, which the- is like too long. And then they randomly go fly planes. Where do they fly to? They fly around. Oh, okay. They just go to... He's like, come on. Really quickly, this is... Okay, you know what? This is a fun story. Matt and I saw Fifty Shades of Grey oh, the day it came good. out. Valentine's Day 2015. With our pal and future guest of the show, Anna Dresden. With Anna Dresden. Um, the three of us, I think, were all single at the time. Mm-hmm. And then we went to go see this on Valentine's Day with a, in a packed movie packed. theater. And then we... Thank God we were in a theater that was willing to laugh mm-hmm. because we just laughed at everything so and it was just so funny and so cheesy. And then at one point, about an hour and a half into the film, oh we hear God. from the middle section of the theater, 
Daddy, I want to <laughs> go to the bathroom. And the entire yeah, theater was, too was, much. was this beautiful, cathartic, communal moment of everyone just gasping and going, it there's was, a kid in there here? Is, we couldn't believe it. And it was honestly like, it had, a scene had just finished that was like a humiliating sex like scene. She, it was da- like, Dakota Johnson gets whipped yeah, in the ass or like something. Yeah, she gets like fucked up in a scene. Yeah. Like, and like, you know... She gets and flogged, and then it's like the movie doesn't skirt around it. The movie's no. about that. It's, it's an R-rated film that this man later on. I went to the bathroom after the movie got out. This you it saw. was a man brought his child to Fifty Shades of Grey on Valentine's well, Day. Well, then Anna brought up a good point. Okay, she said he could. Well, get a I mean, the thing is, he wants to go see the movie. He's trying to go see it. You know, we don't know what it's like to be. Maybe he's a single parent. Maybe he couldn't get someone to watch the kid. And I felt a little bad about it. And then I was like, uh, no, you don't bring your kids to Fifty Shades of Grey. If you're a single parent, if you're a single parent, let's say, (laughs) let's for 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 argument's sake, he's a single parent. Do anything else with your kid. I would say, yeah, (laughs) it's Valentine's Day for them too. I would say, let's not scar them. Let's not. Yeah, Mm -mm. they can't possibly grasp the sexual situation. Fill their head with unimaginable questions sexual cruelty oh my god it like, was out of control hard, it's hard like like it's hard enough explaining bdsm to like the, the lay person a i don't child. get it okay well then i need it understood under explain to me I, I don't know me neither i couldn't explain to you it's i can't this this will be like the blind leading, leading the blind anyway maybe maybe he maybe he really liked the song too sure well let's let's get back into the grammys okay so basically that that was my record of the year um we're talking about how maybe Taylor deserved it. She did come out and she performed out of the woods in the beginning. And of course she had a very first thought, uh, woods in the background. Um, it's two on the nose. You know what I say about that music video? That's going to be used as a teaching tool, um, for being two on the nose. nose. Yeah. So anyway, um, she's very hit and miss with her music videos. I feel because can I tell you blank space, unbelievable music, masterpiece, wildest dreams. I love, I know it attracted a share of, Criticism. I don't think that criticism is that sure, fair, sure, sure. to be honest. Okay. Because I think it was depicting a 1950s movie set where you wouldn't have a lot of sure. minor... I mean, I think, you know, like, sure, for the sake of it being now, and we all know it's taking place now, have... Like, you cast minorities. Like, you just... Yeah, come yeah, on. yeah. But I think that might have been a case of people looking looking a little too hard to be angry about something. Okay. I do like that music video a it's lot. It's a good video. Um... You know what? Interesting thing. All the all these videos you've just named, the same director, Joseph Kahn. He's really good. He really worked good. on a lot of... Um, Britney vids. He works on a lot of... Brit- he <laughs> is someone who, when a star is in their imperial phase, wow, they get a lot of their music videos directed by Joseph Kahn. Joseph Kelly, Kahn. back in the day, a lot of Joseph Kahn videos. Which ones? Already Gone. Mm. Um, a couple other ones, too. I think maybe, like... No, since you've been gone doesn't sound right. He he might have directed Miss Independent. Okay. Remember the house party? I've never I'm not familiar. Oh gosh. So I'm definitely going to be the authority here on Kelly Clarkson, by yes. the way, winner of two Grammy nominations last night. Winner she, of two Grammy nominations. Yeah, I would like to frame she it in a positive the nomin- way. Okay. She is a three-time Grammy winner. In fact, here's a little factoid. She's the only artist to win best pop vocal album twice. Wow, is that yeah, true? Male, male true. and female? She's the only artist to win that award twice. Wow. She won it for Breakaway and she won it for uh, Stronger. And she was up again for Both it this year with Piece by Piece and she lost out 
to Taylor Swift 1989, and I saw some people getting a little upset on social media that Taylor Swift would win a pop vocal album award when there's people like Kelly Clarkson and Florence Welch nominated. Mm-hmm. But the basically what it says for pop vocal album is it's an award for the best album that is 51% or more with vocals. With vocals. So it's not necessarily like this person gave the best vocal performance on this, on their album. It's it's there's, to separate vocal albums from instrumental albums. There's a isn't there a pop performance category? There's a, there's a best pop solo performance category there now, which is. Taylor Swift did not win. So there you go. All is right. Who did win? I think Ed Sheeran. He did. Mm. Great singer, but but I sure. he's never going to do it for me. No. Um. I, I don't I don't I don't suffer you know little hobbits you know easily. we should we should give Taylor a little bit of credit for trying to belt she did try to sing that song yeah but when you <laughs> okay you I know was, she was, did <laughs> she gave it a shot she tried I was gonna say if you if you try to fly a spaceship without the training mm-hmm. do you get credit for that <laughs> You know what? That's a good point. Yeah. Lesson number 662. Don't, don't fly, fly a spaceship, spaceship without, without the training. training. So what what number culture. was that? 622. There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. Refreshing bubbles, colorful bottles, and playful smiles galore. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible, and with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. Each sip adds a burst of fun to your day. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on all my favorite shows with. Yes, baby girl. And the resealable bottles makes them easy to take them on the go. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, too, keeping us feeling great all day long. Hey, try new Bubbly Burst. Hey, everybody. During the break, let's quickly talk about a couple things that are important to most people I know. Comfort and style. Crocs classic clogs and sandals have both covered. And when we're talking about style, we mean personal style. There's just so many colors and so many gibbets charms. You can dress up your Crocs to match your mood and to match your personality and to fit the occasion. I mean, ultimately, you can stand out from the crowd in a way that only you can because it's your personal style. And now let's talk about comfort. You know, it doesn't get better than the Crocs clogs and sandals when it comes to being comfortable. Style and comfort are usually a trade-off, but here they're a package deal. It's like you have cushions on your feet. Soft, stylish, personalized, colorful cushions. So why wait? Head over to Crocs.com today and experience the comfort and style of Crocs classic clogs and sandals for yourself. Your feet will thank you. Hey, Los Culturistas listeners, we're here to tell you that there's no reason to panic the next time you're searching for the perfect gift. Now you can use gift mode on Etsy. Gift mode on Etsy takes the stress out of gifting so you can find the perfect item for anyone and any occasion. It's easy. Just tap or click gift mode on your Etsy app or Etsy.com, then answer a few short questions about who you're shopping for and what they like. And gift mode instantly gives you curated gift ideas based on hundreds of personas. There's a lot of pressure around gifting. I usually have a hard time thinking of gift ideas for the birthdays of loved ones in my life. And sometimes I do get super stressed trying to find that perfect thing. Me too. But now with gift mode on Etsy, I can search hundreds of gifting personas and find so many incredible items. And I actually just found a custom chalk bag for the adventurer in my life who's into rock climbing. Not me. Now it's simple to find gifts made by independent sellers for all the people in your life. So... 
Whether you need a housewarming gift for the new homeowner in your life or a birthday present for the pickleballer in your life, Gift Mode has you covered. I'm not the pickleballer. Need to find the perfect gift? Don't panic. Try Gift Mode on Etsy now. When the music of Celine Dion makes sweet Canadian love with the Oscar-winning film Titanic, you get... Titanic, a campy, unhinged, chaotic night out. And what more could you ask for? Find out what really happened to Jack and Rose on that fateful night from Celine Dion's totally real and historically accurate perspective. Titanic is NYC's funniest night out. Plus, it's the winner of multiple awards, including the Las Culturistas Kimberly Akimbo Award for Best Indoor Live Performance. Titanic is a parody musical that answers the question of what really happened to Jack and Rose on that fateful night. Night aboard the Titanic. My life was improved by seeing Titanic, so much so that I reached out to my best friend, Bowen Yang, to improve his life. And Bowen, did it succeed? It succeeded so much that I went four more times. So set sail with this kooky, crazy off-Broadway hit this season. Plus, if you get tickets six weeks in advance, you get 30% off. And that's on Titanic math, girlfriend. But seriously, who can wait that long? Go see it tomorrow. What are you waiting for? Get tickets today at titanicmusical.com. I think, I think Matt, I think some contenders for merch uh, this episode is um, a shirt with some lessons. I think so. I think we'll find the right lesson as we go. But you can look forward to uh, Lost Culturistas shirt that will have one of our lessons on it. Yeah. And that will be still to come. So everyone's got to gotta keep listening so i just want to talk about the host of the show ll cool j yes the 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 pseudo host does this happen every single year that's my first question and my second question that i pose to you Mm -hmm. is what's the difference between ll cool j and queen latifah really wow go tell me the difference between ll cool j and queen latifah ll cool j the same person ll cool j wears little berets i don't know ll cool j um LL Cool J has... They've got the same energy. They've got the same round face. Yeah. I think it's the same kind of like inoffensive, yet like a little bit edgy. Isn't that that horrible? It's like we're going to put a harmless African-American in front of America. Yeah. Like, no. Queen Latifah, I'm sorry. Love her. Dana Owens, can you... Like, she is... It. I am a huge Queen Latifah. I fan. love Queen Latifah. I think that I, but I do think that the majority of the reason why I like her is, is because of her personality and how cool she is. Can I tell you, I met her once. Yes, and she, she was very nice to she you. Would ne- I mean, it was in, it was like when I was a freshman in college. Yes, and I was kind of lost at the time. I didn't really know what I wanted to do. I was writing for the um, newspaper, school newspaper, the NYU school newspaper. Um, called the Washington Square News. Mm-hmm. And there was different se- sections, obviously. So I went to go be in like the film and television and theater reviews and features department. And uh-huh. so we got to do cool culture, stuff. Culture. Culture. And interested in culture at an early age. Yes. When, the second I came to New York, I knew culture at was for me. At an early age. I knew culture was for me. So um, I uh, got the opportunity to kind of go and see movies that were coming out early and I would see them and then I would get to go to these press junkets and I would interview some of the celebrities and some of the, you know, I did meet some cool people. I got to interview Gary Cole. Oh my God. From Pineapple Express and Brady Bunch movies. And I was interviewing him. Biggest crush on Gary Cole. I was interviewing him about a movie called Forever Strong about (laughs) rugby. Never heard of it? No. Nope, neither did I ever again. I did watch it, though. <laughs> you know who was in that? There was a really hot, hot, hot actor, Sean Farris. 
No. Ugh, what, well, what is that you got to look him up because this guy was hot. And also Amber Heard was in it. Amber Heard. She went on to bigger and better things. Yes. But I mean, so this movie was, anyway, that's a tangent. But I did get the opportunity to have this experience with The Secret Life of Bees. Group interview with Queen Latifah. Group interview with Queen Latifah. So I'm kind of very, obviously, I'm 18. I'm new to interviewing celebrities. So green we as were, grass. Yes, green Green as grass. So basically, like, three of them come in. The writer-director, Gina Prince-Bythewood, who also wrote and directed Love and Basketball, one of my favorites. Wow. Um, And something else recently. Oh, Beyond the Lights. I was going to guess that. Yeah. I really have to see that movie. Really, really, really good movies this this woman makes. What's her name? Gina Prince-Bythewood. Culture Spotlight. Culture Spotlight on Gina Gina Prince-Bythewood. You know Check her out if you haven't. Because yeah. Beyond the Lights is very good. It's a little heavy-handed at times. But Love and Basketball is like a classic for all time, uh-huh. I think. And Secret Life of Bees didn't wasn't too bad either, right? Yeah, it's pretty good. Okay. So she comes in. She's fine. Uh-huh. Nice interview. Sophie Okanedo comes in. You, like, you've told so me this Hotel story. Rwanda's Sophie Okanedo. She comes in. She takes herself very seriously. Mm-hmm. Um. But, you know, as she should, she's a very, very, very good accomplished actress. But um, you just kind of feel everyone like in the room kind of like straighten up because it's like an Oscar nominated actress that we're dealing with now. So like um, I'm there. I don't really everyone's asking the good questions. Everyone's very experienced jumping in like what do you, everyone's got their like really nice tape recorders out on the desk. I've got my shitty like one that I just bought from like a drugstore. Dictaphone. Yeah. Yeah. And um all I knew about her was that she had been nominated for an Oscar for Hotel Rwanda. That was it. And I knew that she was in this movie. She played like the younger mentally challenged. And so you asked her. So I guess she was in the middle of (laughs) answering some other question. And I, and someone brought up how amazing her performance was in secret life of bees. And like (laughs) that there would be a claim coming her way. Wow. She had. So, um, she's like, well, yeah. And so I kind of like, because like you do in these situations, you got to kind of get your question in. So I asked, well, does that make you nervous to talk about Oscar? Like, does that give you a little bit of butterflies to know that a might be down the road? A valid question. And she looks at me and she goes, oh, I don't know. That That's in God's hands. And I'm like, okay. And um, mm. she goes, I couldn't possibly think about it. What? That, that's in God's hands. Yeah, God, 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 like, God's the one she who's like filling She like very weakly looks away and like continues. And then... um. The one reporter next to me goes, did you want to finish your answer? Oh, because my God. Because he interrupted God. you. <gasps> I was like looking at this girl woman next to me who's like, you know, obviously like, you know, 20 years old. Oh, probably sweetie. Like a professional. And she just dressed me down in front of the whole room in Sofia. Come Canada. on. So I'm like, you take yourself too seriously. You are this, 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 whoever that reporter was <laughs> is sitting in a sitting in some like just stupid shittily upholstered chair just like you were she, and meanwhile Everyone's she was same. all the same shit that i was and i like just bumbled in there from the nyu newspaper so right. it was like get a life also she was also, really mean to me Sophie, in front of everybody. oh my god give it up that's in god's hands god, god's the one filling out the ballots and god's the one yeah. who's like holding lunch god is you. harvey weinstein god, yeah so fuck anyway off. fuck off sophie stupid Sorry. stupid so anyway she gets out of there. I'm like, and so basically like we're all sitting there. It's really uncomfortable at this point. Ugh. So now Queen Latifah's coming Dana. in. Dana. She's the one you want to talk to anyway. Yeah. And now I'm like too embarrassed to ask a question. Oh. 
And also, at the end, when everyone was done with their interview, everyone's doing the bullshit of going up to them and be like, oh, I loved you in this. I loved you in this. Like, sure, you were sure, so good sure. in Hotel Rwanda. But no one could think of anything to say to Sophie Okonedo except Hotel Rwanda. And she's like, thanks, thanks, thanks. So Queen Latifah comes in, and she's a thousand feet tall. <laughs> She's got platinum blonde hair. Yes. And she just brings the X Factor in the room. Of course. She's just like oozing. She is just so good. Like Queen Latifah is working the room. Love. She sits down, handles all her questions with such grace, looks everyone in the eye, just like such a pro. So then at the end, we all get the opportunity to like get our like junket packets signed by them. Great. So I... I'm listening to everyone be like, I, you know, everyone that's pretending to know so much about like her oeuvre or however you say that word, Oeuvre? her oeuvre, <laughs> like her resume. They've yeah. got it. They've seen all her films, right? Uh, everyone, everyone's seen all Queen Latifah's movies. Absolutely. Meanwhile, all these people had seen were Chicago, and maybe they had seen like what's the one bringing uh, down the house, bringing down the house. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> what's the one with the old one with her and Jada Pinkett Smith where they rob, rob a bank? Oh, I know that one you're talking about. Ah, uh, shit. Oh, that um, one. That one. Uh-huh. Wait, let me let me look this up. Look it up while I finish this. So I'm going up and I'm like, I have seen a lot of her movies and I'm going to nail this. Set it off. So set it off. Okay. So not that one. I actually haven't seen set it off, but I went I up have. to her. I went up to her and I handed her my pamphlet and I said, I just wanted to tell you, I loved you in life support, which was her HBO AIDS movie. And she, she said, turns around to me and she didn't look anyone in the eyes. She looks me dead in the eyes and she goes, thank you so much, baby. Yes. And I was like, yeah. And, every, and, and I could see out of the corner of my eye, the woman that like had talked shit about me uh-huh. before was like, damn it. That's such a This good kid's s- got something. <laughs> <laughs> this kid is, is culture. <laughs> this kid knows. So this- remember when I said later, I would tell you why I was qualified. That's why. That's why. Because you knew. Life, life support. support. And I had legitimately seen it and it was moving. Right. And then you made a connection with Queen Latifah. Yes, I did. Or she turned around, she, cool she wiped her platinum blonde hair out of her eyes and she said, thank you so much, baby. You broke through her because she, she sits through that shit all day. Well, I said to myself, I was like, she probably never hears the stuff that she really thinks is great. Right. I'm sure she loved doing life support. Anyway. I was definitely, it was mostly me being like, I'm going to get this woman. Who, and you, I'm oh, going to get her. And what, how so I poetic. did get her. But anyway, you know, I hear a lot of people talk about why is Queen Latifah famous. Like, you know, and you know, you could debate whether she deserved her like Oscar nomination for Chicago. But I'm saying I think Queen Latifah deserves her place in the lexicon, in the culture. And you have a conspiracy, in the culture, you have a, a cultural conspiracy mm-hmm. that Queen Latifah is ladies love cool James. Is LL Cool J? I think they're the same. I think they're the same person. I think they got to swap them out so they we feel that different people are hosting different things. It's a tokenism issue. They think, wow, we need we need just another person just like Queen Latifah, but we we can't find him. They're or her. Switzerland <laughs> in that like they're Switzerland in that like LL Cool J and Queen Latifah. It's like I'm not offended by them, and I would probably fuck them. That's what people think about Switzerland. Yeah, I'd probably fuck Switzerland. Yeah. I would fuck a Swiss person. Yeah. Male, female, intersex, <laughs> genderqueer. Any, That's any, a part of culture. Any per- Is what? Is what is? You don't discriminate sexually. Guys, lesson 567. Lesson 567. In culture, culture you don't, don't discriminate, discriminate sexually. sexually. So, All I right, let's, let's keep going. Let's We've keep got talking a lot to about cover. the Grammys. I think the host was a questionable thing. I think we deserve better. I think we deserve to be challenged by the Grammys with a different kind of host. Sure. I'll say that. 
Carrie Underwood, Sam Hunt, no okay. chemistry. There's nothing. So the Carrie Underwood, obviously, you know, w- one of the queens of country. There's a new one, new country star. This guy, he's like, he's really gorgeous, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. hot, but he just really can't sing. And I ask, is country music just a bunch of hot dudes that can't sing? Yes. I think it is. Absolutely. Country music, I think, is even more gridlocked in its. I think form- anybody can do this. Exactly. Like what the fuck? You can't, Matt. Matt, you guys, Matt Rogers would kill in country. I, I think. think I should. I think they should make me a country music. Singer. You would succeed. You know why with they won't? Flying colors. Well, you know what? Sexuality doors are about to open. For Did every? Okay, just wanted to tell everyone that I'm homosexual. Um, I want to. I want to tell everyone that right now, so I don't feel like I'm hiding. Matt, this, is, culture, this is not hide. the place. Well, not the place. I said I would be dropping truths. In culture, you don't hide, but in culture, you um, don't ask, don't tell. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Rule number one. Rule number one. <laughs> in culture, don't ask, don't, don't tell. tell. But that's. <laughs> You know what? That's the merch. I think that's it. Okay, so you can look forward to a crew neck shirt, a white crew neck shirt, uh-huh. and it's going to say, Last rule number one, last culture num- says rule number one, in culture, don't, don't ask, ask, don't, don't tell. tell. Perfect. Only create, really. Only create, only crit. Only create, only crit. Um, but anyway, their duet was absolutely stupid, she, but I do have to give props to her outfit. Well, oh, you said... Um, I, so she came out, and her outfit was like, fuck me in heaven. Which is she's wearing music this, like, in a nutshell, nighty, and it's like ripped at the bottom, and it looks like she looked like an angel, like a fuckable angel. That's what country music is: is um, uh, have sex with me in the Christian afterlife. Yeah, that's but, it. Uh huh. Super boring. Very boring. Su- but like, you know what? They all have that Fox News like ideal beauty. Sure. And oh, it's, su- it's such bullshit because all the women look the same. Carrie was giving me Megan Kelly realness. She really was. Yeah. They've all got their Jessica Simpson bullshit hair extensions. Wow. Although <gasps> yes. she was rocking a shorter do. She was rocking a nice little Carly Fiorina bump. Yeah. She was showing her support angle for the now defunct Carly Fiorina campaign, I yes. think. Carrie Underwood, by the way, um, would love to know her politics. Oh, uh, she, I think at the Country Music Awards a couple years, during in 2014, after the midterm elections, she threw in a little, a little little zinger about um republicans taking back congress did she and i don't remember what word she said but like she she said that and it got a huge laugh in the room played so well in that room she read the room and um and i was like oh okay well she's come she's outing herself as a huge republican which makes total sense Sure, i mean yeah sure Anyway, let's think about going. the lies we were fed about Carrie Underwood. Oh my She'd god. She'd never been on a plane. Fuck off. She's never seen a camera. Meanwhile, think about the bullshit that is American Idol. Talk about what needs to get ripped out of culture. Oh, well it is. Thank God good riddance. Well, like the whole thing of like we just found Carrie, but we've got all this stock footage of her playing in the fields. <laughs> How? <laughs> How I ask. <sighs> think about what you're being fed. Think about what you're being fed. Look for the Pepsi cans is what I say. Wow. Look for the Pepsi cans. Look for the Pepsi trail, y'all. Culture, cultural fact. Rule number, I think, 69. American Idol, by the way, um, main sponsor is Coca-Cola, I believe. Well, X Factor is Pepsi. I was, I was one time I was in college, I was watching X Factor America. With Nicole with, Scherzinger? With Nicole Scherzinger, with friend of the show and future guest, Sudi Green. Yes. 
and I was exposing her to X Factor because I liked it because I would watch the British version on YouTube and it was coming to America. And I was very excited about it. And we were watching it one day and I was like, you got to see this one girl. She's really good. Mm-hmm. So this girl starts singing as an attractive blonde girl. They do this like pan up her body, which they never do for the men. But they were like <laughs> panning up from her legs up to her dress and like up to her face. And Sudi was like, watch how they pan up her body. And there's Pepsi cans everywhere. They're selling you sex and you're and they're selling you Pepsi and this is brainwash. And I was like, oh my God. And I realized that was when I truly realized that really we're just sheep to them. I mean, it's very Josie and the Pussycats. Very Josie and the Peas. Josie and the Peas, a, a prophetic movie. Oh yeah. Everyone should go out and Prescient. watch the Rachel Lee Cook Rosario Dawson star Josie and the Pussycats because it was ahead of its time. Ahead of its time, still ahead of its time, and t- taking down the music industry like we are today. We are, oh, we are doing, we are just, we're just taking the baton from Josie and the Pussycats. Um, I mean, there's a lot to think about there, and sure. I would say rule number sixty-nine: look for the Pepsi. Look cans. for the Pepsi cans. Number six. If they're there, don't trust what you see. Wow. I would say. Yeah, that's good. We saw Ariana Grande on the Grammys. She th- she was introing the weekend. She threw a little pun in there. I had a little joke. And I, what are they trying to do with her at this point? Like, you can't have her out there licking donuts and talking about how she hates America. So are they trying to make her, like, funny? She's a comedic She's a comedic talent. genius, right? Genius. She's a talent. She's a culture. You know what? Cultural stamp of approval from Los Culturistas. You Ariana know- Grande is the, is the next <laughs> Mobs Mabley. <laughs> I can see her in one of those movies like Scary Movie. Yeah, she would do Scary Movie. I can see her. Well, she was in The Scream Queens for like 60 seconds. Which is, you know, I can see her being in one of those like farcy, uh, satire movies that like the way She would be the Carmen Electra. Because remember how Carmen Electra was in Scary Movie? She Mm -hmm. would basically fill in for that. Yeah. Yeah. I could see Ariana Grande fill in that role. Be Yeah. Be that little trope. Okay. Let's keep it in the weekend. Whatever. Weekend, whatever. I don't get it. Ellie Golding performed. She sounded okay. Um, oh, and and uh, Andra Day, I believe is on. Yeah, what I don't, I didn't know her, but she does have a pretty good voice. I, I feel like she just showed up out of nowhere. <sighs> she's she's good. I like her. We had the Lionel Richie tribute. Mm-hmm. Demi uh, looked really good. I said it's amazing to see Demi Lovato's style progressing from 2015 Demi Lovato to 2007 Demi Lovato. Wow. It's amazing to see her take the leap forward. Just a regression. She looks, she looks like Camp Rock. She looks like Camp Rock. Yeah. It's like she just had this whole year. Cool for the Summer, also one of the records of the year, cool I think. For the summer. Ignored this year. Excellent record. But fucking, she looked unbelievable she all looked... year. And she shows up looking like... Chased? Looking like, I think I have a heart attack. Wow. <gasps> so it's 2007, Demi. It feels it's old. It feels like I've been Demi. And I want Demi Lovato to move forward because I like Demi. I'm worried about her vocal health. She has, you, you pointed out that when she hit that, um, I love you, Rush. Yeah, she decided to take it way up and her neck, her veins, bursting with veins. Not healthy, not healthy veins to no. have burst. No, 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 no. Because it's all coming from. And it doesn't sound healthy. It sounds like it's a scream. It sounds like you're blowing out every gasket in your body. She had like a widely acclaimed SNL performance not long ago and I heard a lot of screaming. Stone and I think Cold. She, I, Stone Cold. Yeah. Which is tough. And, you know, she has really hard music. But the thing is, they were saying a few years ago about her, like, she can only last a few more years in Ooh. terms of her her, her, her vocal ability. And she has lasted, and, I mean, she's still doing it. So maybe she's just got one of those throats. 
that can do it. Demi Lovato. She's got one of those throats. Demi Lovato, she's got one of those throats. That's Look out for the um, neck sock. I think this could be a pretty good piece of merch. Demi Lovato, she's got the one Demi of those. Lovato neck sock to keep your the neck, neck and throat sock. warm. Or I was, you need to sing like Demi Lovato and scream. I was going to also propose this could be like a supplemental piece of merch, like a, a, mm-hmm. a like a jewel case CD, um, CD case with like a mock album artwork. Demi Lovato, and the album title is One of Those Throats. One of Those Throats. <laughs> it's like Katy Perry, One of the Boys. One of the Boys. Katy Perry absent from the Grammys. But she was heavily featured in the in the, in the cosmetic, com- I think CoverGirl commercials. That girl has so many product endorsements. Yeah, I mean. She's got Pepsi. She's got H&M. She's got CoverGirl. She's, oh my God. Is she Pepsi? Is Pepsi doing? Well, back, back well, I think Super, but when, when she was opening for the I Super mean, everybody. Is how, right, how right, right. Pepsi was, that's what I'm saying. Look for the Pepsi people. But look, it it works both ways because you know who can never, ever, ever, ever do the Super Bowl halftime show because of her Diet Coke alignment? Taylor? Taylor Taylor Swift. So she can never do it. Well, someone brought that up. They were like, you know Taylor Swift is livid that she probably can't do the the Super Bowl halftime show in the next 10 years because of Diet Coke. And I hadn't thought of that. That's a thing. Culture. Culture is beholden to capitalism. Yep. Everybody. What, what did we think of the Lady Gaga David Boy tribute? I know Bowen is a huge Lady Gaga fan. Lady Gaga changed Bowen's life. It was so wacky. It was a little bit unfocused. Mm-hmm. It was just there's too much. I don't know what she was trying to say. I don't know if she was like she, obviously she was trying to honor David, right? But um, or <laughs> David, like I know him, Bowie. But like uh, you know, it was just kind of all over the place. That's the thing about Lady Gaga is you never really know who she is as an artist. Maybe that's her thing is that she's a chameleon, but also like focus on something. I don't know. I prefer what she's been this year. Sure. I like she's the a great I year. like the weird, wacky American horror story choice. I can't watch it because it scares me too much. Ooh. But I like that she's on it. Uh-huh. I think it's fucking so gay. And it's I love that. For her. And I think it's super heightened and perfect for her. And I like her Tony Bennett shit. And I like this song about campus rape. And I think it's important. And I support it. There you go. I think that like... No. I mean, Lady Gaga has to... Really, it didn't, it didn't, her, her David Bowie tribute didn't like upset me in any way. I saw people yeah. on Twitter being like, I can't imagine any Bowie like, fan liking this. Yeah, but you know what? Like, I feel like Lady Gaga's... <laughs> leave her alone when it comes to David yeah. Bowie. I mean, obviously, he's a huge influence on her. It's like, come on. Yeah. Lay she off. Said so, she's had the lightning bolt over her eyes since day one. Leave your crit at home on this leave one. Leave the crit at home. Some, I, think, I think in culture, rule number 192. 192. Sometimes you got to leave your crit at home. Leave your crit at home unless you're creating. You got to crit. You got to create to crit. Create? Then sure, crit. Thank you. Great. So I think at this moment i want to go to a little segment that we have called i don't think so honey i don't think so honey because i i have a big i don't think so honey go about this and i want to put one minute on the clock let's put it okay let's All do right, it so this is uh, we have one minute to really get our frustrations out about something that happened in this cultural event this tonight it's the grammys and my i don't think so honey i'll let you know what it is when i have my minute okay all right one second it's gonna really I've got a lot to unload because I think that we saw something happen last night that's unacceptable. Great. All right. Let's go. And go. One minute. Whoever did the sound engineering on Adele, I don't think so, honey. I don't think so, Let me honey. tell you something. That's the, that's the voice right now. And what, and you what you couldn't wait? What was that strumming of the guitar? Mm-hmm. I don't think so, honey. You better relax. Get it right. How come the sound could be right for everyone else? 
How come, how come I have to watch that? And if I didn't know better, I'm going to walk away with that saying, Taylor Swift as good a singer as Adele. I don't Justin think so, Bieber honey. performed better as Adele? It was disgusting. Better than Adele? I don't, I don't think, think so, so, honey. Yeah, I don't think so, honey. Justin Bieber. No. Also, what the heck? Stop it. Like, make a joke. Like, honestly, I know the show must go on, but I don't think so, honey. I don't think so, honey. And honestly, she was so distracted in the first half, I felt for her so badly, because she obviously could, wasn't breathing correctly for the second half, but I don't think it'll work. She's so, a consummate performer. Any haters that out there think this is going to bring Adele down, I don't think so, honey. I don't think so, I honey. think you can stay out. I think you can leave your crit at home on this one, honey, because Adele's here to stay, and that song is really tough. So that's my I don't think so, honey, and that's one minute. Wow, one minute. Amazing. Perfect. I don't think so, honey. I don't think so, because honey. don't come for Adele. Well, come on. Okay, your, your time's up. Your time's up. Man. Time's up, but I think okay. I got it across. Here we go. Here's so, here's my I don't think so, honey. All right, and let me hold let me hold this for you. So we're going to hear something. You have what you, what you want to talk about? Uh, for the most part. I think I have a theme. All right. Well, here we go. Okay, and man. go. I don't think so, honey. You know who I don't think so, honey? This this, this episode's going to be Taylor Swift. Ugh. I love Taylor. Love her to death. Love her music. Respect her as an artist. But you know what? Her behavior sometimes at award shows, and this is not ha- this does not have anything to do with respectability politics. She she can act, she can behave as she chooses, but mm-hmm. the way that she sort of holds these cards in her hand and shows them off on TV and I don't think so, honey. The I don't friends. think so, honey. The friends. I don't think so, honey. Yeah, that's Ed Sheeran's moment, honey. That's Ed Sheeran's moment, honey. You do not h- clutch onto Ed Sheeran after he wins his award and then turn to all your, to Selena Gomez and go, "Oh my God, I can't believe he won!" And like the cameras are on you. Yeah, the camera so, guy. I don't think so, honey. I don't that's think so, not, honey. That's not for Taylor. That's and not for Selena. Taylor, honey. No, I don't think so, honey. I don't. And you know what? I don't think so, honey. I don't think so, honey. The people who think that Taylor Swift is giving you this like authentic feminism with she's not your friends. friends she's not your friend honey I don't think so honey she's our friend she's our friend but not yours honey but she's Selena Gomez's friend and also I don't think so honey Selena Gomez I don't think so honey Selena Gomez you know what you can just ditch the singing and go to the acting are you, you really sick shine. or what like, wow thank one you minute. one Thanks. minute I don't think so honey Done. wow so now what we're supposed to do is we're supposed to find an organic third which I think we find, kind of found it for with Selena Gomez Selena Gomez do we want to go one minute hard at Selena? Let's go one minute hard at We're Selena. We're going to go one minute hard at Selena. We're going to ask Joe to hold hold our thing, our, our timer. So this is one minute. I don't think so, honey, for Selena Gomez. And go. I, I don't, don't think, think so, so honey. honey. No, because let me tell you something. Let me tell you something right now. Let me tell you something. She gets on on that stage and like I know there's a lupus issue and I feel bad. Maybe she was having a bad moment. Sure. But like she's whispering into the mic, doing the sexy baby thing, and it's like that's all you're selling. I don't think so, honey. Anyone who does the sexy baby thing, I don't think so, honny. And also, I don't think so, honey. You know what about Selena Gomez? The fact that she has not put her focus on her film career because she is a very talented, very actress. talented, and I don't think so, honey, with the music because we know it's just for money. And also, I understand you're in industry, but guess what? We're not stupid. We're not stupid. We're not gonna fall for that. I don't think so, honey. It's not even a J Lo thing. I don't think so, honey, because no. J-Lo does have talent. She is busting her ass dancing. She is giving you performance, and you're not giving me performance. Selena is you not giving You give me performance on the film screen, on the celluloid. On the celluloid. You know what? You give me film. <laughs> you give me per, You give me performance and culture on... Spring Breakers. Spring Breakers. Wizards of Waverly Place. On Harmony Corinne films. On Art House Projects. Please give me that. Also, Big Short. Give me Big life. Big Short. Give me life, Selena Please, Gomez. But you know what, Selena Gomez? Do not give me life at the Grammys. I don't, I don't think, think so, so honey. honey. That's one minute. Wow. Thank you. That was our organic third. And now it's time for our culture of the week. Wow. We've gotten now to that moment where we pick out an institution or a, you know, a cultural movement, something that's really killing it. An and item. I think every week we can really expect versatility in this section. Yes. We're going to we're going to try to cast a wide net and just 
pull from different places and culture and society. So, and not only is there a cultural leak on the flip side, we have a vulture of the week. Vulture of the week. Failed, failed culture of the week. week. It's a portmanteau for you. Yeah. And so we're going to, we should mention that Matt and I try to compare notes. Mm-hmm. Um, but we don't always get to it. We don't always get to it. And sometimes we try not to have as much overlap. We try not to have overlap when possible, but sometimes, um, Sometimes there is. And so let's just get into it, Matt. Sure. So would you like to go first? Sure. Uh, my- so what's your culture of the week? What is surpassing? What is elevating culture this week? Who, what, when, where, why, please? Thank you, Matt. Um, I think what is really putting culture at the forefront this week, what is really just, what is the rising tide that's lifting every boat mm-hmm. in culture um, is going to, is, is it has to be the turkey legs at Disney World. Wow. Um, Elaborate on that. So, How did it heighten your experience when you went there? So um, for people who aren't familiar with the Disney parks, um, at Disney World, every Disney, most of the Disney parks sell these gigantic <laughs> turkey legs, turkey legs mm-hmm. um, at dedicated stands throughout the park that basically only sell the turkey legs. Right. Meal. They're turkey leg stands. So you're going to have your food stands, your beverage stands, but then you're going to get your turkey you're leg your stands. Tur- Not unlike you'd see Dippin' Dots or something like that. Exactly. Turkey legs, I would say, are the Dippin' Dots of Disney World. Yes. So you would, you know what, the way it, the way it improved my experience at, at Disney parks, mm-hmm. or has improved them multiple times, is um, sometimes I'm hungry. Sometimes I need salt and protein right. and fat in my diet. Do you think they're too big? No. I don't know. Absolutely either. not. If I thought they were too big, I would not they would not be my culture of the week. I don't think they're too big. I don't think so, honey. Do you feel that they might impede your experience on rides because you might be a little full or you might have be spending a lot of time eating them? No, sweetie, because look, the turkey leg just is is your marker for the day. You're right. I have at least three turkey legs in my day at Disney World. Okay. Just to denote the beginning, the middle, and the end. Yeah. And so you, you just would, have to keep you have to check yourself. You gotta keep you, so you would continue eating them throughout the day? Absolutely. Okay. Um, uh, in addition to... It's an additive food item to my meals, my okay. breakfast, my lunch, my dinner, and drinks. Alcohol is, is... As an adult, I get to experience Disney World with alcohol. Right. Like, you know, park-sanctioned yeah. alcohol, which is huge. Not in, Mag- not in the Magic Kingdom, but in the other parks. Magic Kingdom does sell beer at Cinderella's, ca- Cinderella's Castle. The, no, uh, Bell's Enchanted Tavern. Bell's Enchanted Tavern. Which, you know, it's going to take you quite... Quite some time to get a reservation there. Wow! I would say I wanted. I just want to throw out there because you know Bowen and I, with our you know you know fr- friend of the show and future guest David Mazzoni, David Mazzoni, New York City comedian pal, we all went to Disney, Disney World, World together. Guest appearance by my sister Chelsea Ryan Rogers. Yes, and we were there and we enjoyed all these pleasures except we did not get to enjoy Belle's Enchanted Tavern in the new Fantasyland because you're talking about a 10-month wait for reservations. I'm talking about the when it opens up in the morning for breakfast to when it closes at night. All hours. It's booked up. Booked. Ten, six to 10 months in advance. If you can believe that. I mean, hi, um, New York City. Like, that's that's a Hamilton ticket. That's crazy. That's nuts. And People- I thought it couldn't be real. No, it's real. It's real. Also, one of my favorite employees at Disney World has <gasps> got to be the hostess at Bell's Enchanted Tavern. Who well, this is bef- before we went together? I went okay. once. I mean, w- my sister and I walked up to this girl that Foolishly. was the host there, and she's got a smile as big as the day is long, oh. like greeting guests, like telling everyone the same thing, which is no, 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 no. Wow! And like everyone's so mad. Give her so mad to the point where I was like, they're treating her so badly. It's not her fault. And I said to my sister, I was like, 
what would make a person continue this job? Like, there must be benefits or something. Absolutely. Or maybe she's just actualized and likes it. Uh-huh. And, like, really She's likes completely in a, in a very... Because um, the people that work at Disney, they do love it. They do love it. You know what? That, that, I think you're right. She's actualized. In a, in a Carl Jungian way, she is completely self-actualized. Yeah, I, I just, think so. Um, okay, well, that's my culture of the week. What yeah. about yours? Um, so my culture of the week, this is crazy, but it was the Disney turkey legs as well. Wow. You know what? Um, we try not to overlap. I, I didn't think that you were going to go that way, but I mm-hmm. was thinking, what have I enjoyed most over the last year of my life? Because, you know, this is the first episode and it was the Disney turkey legs. I mean, they, they bring me back to a time when I was young uh-huh. where I think my father exposed me to the turkey legs for the wow. first time in Epcot. Do you think they're too big? I don't. Yeah. I don't think they're too big and I n- never feel that full. But I would say if I had one complaint about them, it's that they are a little messy, but then that doesn't bother me either because then I have some more on my face. And if someone says, you got a little turkey leg on your face, I just take it and I eat it. It's another snack. It's just like another snack. Yeah. So for me, it's like, and I don't feel that they're that they're overpriced. No. If you were gonna ask me if I think they're overpriced, I think that the running the running price rate is seven dollars. Seven. Ten, I, seven I would, to ten. I said I, I would pay for them if they were twelve, fourteen. I would pay upwards of thirty dollars yeah. for a turkey leg. I would. I would too, because you know where you are. You're in Disney World. You're in honey. Disney World, and you gotta expect to spend money. I mean, if you're not gonna expect to send money when you go there, I don't know what you're going there for. That is premium turkey. That is premium poultry. I just want to say for anyone that might be planning an Orlando vacation, you might be surprised about the price point Disney World versus Universal Studios because we, I think, thought it would be easier to fit Universal Studios Florida or I should say Universal Orlando because it's now a resort that rivals that of Disney into the same trip and you know, we were at Universal for one day and it was more expensive than the three days we were at Disney. Disney World, you guys, no joke. No joke. Super affordable. Super affordable. But meanwhile, and you would think this would be the reverse, Universal is big dogging it like crazy with this new Harry Potter park. They are just really, really spiking up their prices. But content over at Universal, especially for older people, sure. you know, you could say that's where you're going to get the bang for your buck. That's true. Literally, because you are paying for it. But, but I, do I, they have the turkey legs? No. They don't. And I just get a sense of childlike wonder and magic at disney all right fulcher so fulcher of the week why don't you go first okay so my fulcher of the week field culture and this this is okay remember this is going to be the opposite of what a turkey leg is so the opposite of a turkey leg at disney world for me is kanye west okay he has he has just really been all over the map Mm -hmm. and i agree this 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 campaign for for life of pablo is the schizophrenic, I would say yeah. probably v- very like, you know, deliberate, but like, God, it's so hard to follow. What's the di- biggest difference between what Kanye's doing and the turkey and leg? what Disney is doing with the turkey legs? Hmm. What Kanye's doing that, what Kanye isn't doing that the Disney turkey legs are doing is um, letting me into the world mm-hmm. of the turkey leg. Right. And Kanye's not doing that with you his You feel world. this is an exclusive, almost squad-like. Almost squad-like. Like, I don't think so, honey, Taylor Swift. I would completely transpose that to I don't think so, Kanye West. Look, this Wiz Khalifa beef was nuts to hated follow. It, hated it. Although, Disgusting. I, I was very down with Kanye liking butt stuff. But then he, yeah, came, but but he, then he came denied out and it. You know he shamed us all. He shamed us all and then he denied the butt stuff. You know what? 
stupid to do. Own the butt stuff. Own the butt stuff. I, or I, get the fuck out. After Amber Rose tweeted, I was like, you know what? No, I'm on Kanye's side. He loves butt stuff. So do I. Don't stigmatize it. But then Kanye denies the butt stuff. I don't like that because all you have to do is not respond. Don't say, I don't do the butt stuff. I keep that out of there. Like You treat it like it's disgusting and we all feel disgusting. And then Thanks. everyone thinks, and then this uh, communities will think it's disgusting. Also, I just want to say that you can be a genius and also be a misogynist. Absolutely. We've seen many of them throughout the years. Hello. And I think... Bill Cosby innocent, Bill Cosby similar. Yeah. Similar. Well, I don't know. That's a big That's thing. a big jump. Um, but I would say I would say that Kanye West is not someone I would look at and I would say that guy respects women. I just wouldn't. No, he doesn't. And I think there's a big Bernie Bro esque type problem happening wow, pulling in towards Bernie Taylor Swift right now. Sure. Which is this thing of like people upset about her kind of saying shade shading Kanye West with uh-huh. her album of the year acceptance speech. No, she's just sticking up for herself because he called her a bitch and said and that he, he takes that credit he for her success. Her. That's that's misogynistic oh behavior and it should be called out. Don't you love it when men... He can also be a genius and you can enjoy his music, but don't get pissed that she said something. Don't you love it when men um, think they've invented <laughs> someone? That's that's what I love. Oh, yeah. I mean... That... No, I'm a, I am love Kanye West. I love and, and the album's good. Um, I think that absolutely it's good. Absolutely. It was always going to be good. He's always going to create great music and create great mm-hmm, art. Mm-hmm. But, you know, him being a misogynist is not mutually exclusive and he's not giving me turkey leg. You know what, Kanye? Give us turkey leg. In a paragraph, how could the Grammys have improved? Go. Yes. Um, this is our job as culture consultants. The Grammys could have been improved by um, more more thoughtful performance ideas and concepts Mm -hmm. and just an outward, a very uh, overt statement that this is a populist competition. Right. That's that, 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 that's my, that's my little soundbite. So you think going in, knowing this is a populist capitalist moment, Uh you got to think about what makes the industry money. This is an industry event. Right, right, right. Maybe a little bit more, Forward oh my god, we we, we we didn't even talk about the Hamilton and the Kendrick Lamar performances, but see th- those two. You know what? I need more moments like those. When, yeah, watching those back to back, I was like, wow, this is. You know what? The Grammys are are a good award show because you get amazing moments like this. Because yes, so what I want to see is I want to see more true talent. Yes, because you watched Hamilton and you're like, oh, this this is what talent and people you get look the like. hype around Hamilton after yeah, you yeah, watch yeah. it. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. that's it. I it's like my thing with the Grammys is it's like you know what Grammys make me believe the hype. How about that culture culture lesson number four sixty seven? Make me believe. The make hype. me believe the hype honey. because you hyped. Make me believe the hype, hype honey. honey. I think we've really come to some great conclusions about the Grammys and the state of the music industry here today. I think we should all be really excited about the piece of merch that we have now at the end of the show. It's rule number one. When it comes to culture, culture, don't ask. Don't ask. Don't tell. Don't tell. Crit. Crit. Well, ding dong, everybody. This has been Los Culturistas, your culture consultants. Guys, my name is Matt Rogers. My name is Bowen Yang. This is Los Culturistas, and we will see you next episode. We'll have a special guest, and we'll have fun, fun, fun. We'll be taking it down. We'll be tearing it down. We'll be we'll creating. Be it. We'll be putting critting. it back up. Yes. Yes, Mama. Forever. Yes,
This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Joe Cilio, Alex Ramsey, and Brett Boehm. For more podcasts, please visit foreverdogproductions.com. There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. It's bursting with fruit flavor, no added sugar, and all smiles. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible. And with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on my favorite shows with. Yes, Lil Bowen. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, keeping me feeling great all day long. You deserve that. Try new bubbly burst. You know that I feel like it's really important to express yourself. I know that about you. You got to put your true self out there, okay? And those classic Crocs, clogs, and sandals let you do just that. Between the rainbow of colors and the gibbets charms, you can create a unique look. And I mean, literally, no one else will have shoes exactly like yours. Hey, you know, it doesn't get more comfortable than Crocs, clogs, and sandals. They're just the perfect blend of comfort. Creativity. Visit crocs.com to explore the latest styles and gibbets charms. When the music of Celine Dion makes sweet Canadian love with the Oscar winning film Titanic, you get Titanique, a campy, unhinged, chaotic night out. Find out what really happened to Jack and Rose on that fateful night from Celine Dion's totally real and historically accurate perspective. Some say Titanic is the best gay nightclub in the city, and those people are me. And me. So set sail with this cookie crazy off-Broadway hit and get tickets today at titanicmusical.com. Get tickets today at titanicmusical.com. Canva presentations might be the most visually impressive presentations you'll ever use. Start with a stunning template, use it as a springboard for your design, add images, graphics, charts, and data visualizations from the massive media library. It's easy to wow any audience with Canva presentations. Canva presentations are perfect for any deck you want to design for work. Sales decks, marketing presentations, onboarding plans, you name it. Any department can nail their presentation with Canva presentations. Perfect, record, and share a talking presentation for people to watch on their own time. You'll appear in a video as a talking head on the slide, and it's the perfect solution if you can't be present in person or if time zones are tricky. Nail your next work presentation with Canva presentations at canva.com, designed for work.